Welcome to the Solo End Show, people. Romeo. Welcome to the Solo End Show, people. And the team. I'm uh, expecting Ant. And guess what? Romeo's back after uh, not being with us for the last couple weeks. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I've been I've been writing I've been writing solo. Like the solo at uh yeah, well it's literally been solo ant for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> well I'm back, motherfuckers. Alright, so on uh t- today's episode we're gonna be discussing um we'll give you our joker review. But uh before we do that really quickly, uh we'll give you our our football picks. We'll do it real fast. Why so? Don't want to waste too much time on it. All right. So we really fucked up. We really missed uh, tonight's game. New England beat New York 35-14. So uh, let's start things off with the game in London. I'm probably not going to watch this game because it comes on at 6.30 in the morning. But it's the <laughs> uh, Carolina Panthers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Carolina's two and a half point favorites. Um... Carolina's hot right now. They've won three in a row. I think they make it four in a row in London. And they beat Tampa Bay. I really don't understand why they're playing this game in London. Because I don't know if British people really give a fuck about American football. But we'll see. All right, then we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are 11-point favorites. Uh, Cincinnati still has not won the game yet. So I'll take Baltimore to win this one. I guess so. Baltimore for this one. Yeah, then we got Seattle at Cleveland. Seattle's one and a half point favorites. Uh everybody knows how I feel about half point. It doesn't make any sense, but I'll take Seattle to win the game in Cleveland. And uh they'll jump forward five and one. Would that be a home game? That'll be a home game for Cleveland. I think um, Seattle go on the road and win. Hmm. I don't know how I might go at Cleveland in this one. It's home game. How far did uh, Seattle have to um, travel? Uh, across the country. Yeah, I gotta, I go at Cleveland in this one. I should think that Seattle's gonna win. So okay, you go Cleveland. I go Seattle. Uh, next up, we have New Orleans at Jacksonville. Uh, New Orleans four and one. Jacksonville two and three. New Orleans a one point favorite. Um, I actually think Jacksonville will get the upset in this one. I'm taking Jacksonville at home to beat New Orleans. It sounds like uh, Romeo just farted. Then we have uh, Houston at Kansas City. Kansas City, four and a half point favorites. Because uh, they come up their first loss of the season last week. Uh, Houston, huge win over Atlanta. But I like Kansas City at home to win that game. Uh, uh, I got distracted. Uh, Missed. I hate Tauruses. Just text me. Then we have uh, Washington and Miami. Uh, Both teams suck. Both teams have yet to win a game. So somebody has to win this game. And I like uh, like Miami to, to win this game. Get their first win at home. I think Miami gets the upset. Then we got Philadelphia at Minnesota. I like Philly to win that game. And then you have two shitty teams again. Atlanta at Arizona. I think Atlanta sucks less. So I'll go with uh, Atlanta to win that game. 
Then we have Tennessee at Denver. I like Tennessee to win that game. Then we have San Francisco at LA, the Battle of California. There you go. 49ers are undefeated. Uh, the Rams, the Rams have lost two games in a row. But I like the I think LA snaps their their losing streak, and I think they beat San Francisco at home. I, I go I go with SoCal on this one as well. Now your boy, yeah, well your boy Efra will go with San Francisco because that's his favorite team. Yeah, because he's gay. But I have systems every night, though. That's true. That's true. That's a hard one. Yeah. All, All right. right. I'll go with LA. Go with LA at this point. They are three point favorites, too. Yep. Now, next up, we have Dallas at New York. Uh, the Jets are another team that has yet to win the game. Dallas also lost two games in a row, but they're playing one of the worst teams in the, in the NFL. So I think Dallas was this game fairly easy. This one easy. Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Then we have uh, Pittsburgh versus uh, San Diego. I mean, Los Angeles, the LA Chargers. Um, they should have just stayed in San Diego. I don't even know why they moved to LA because nobody in LA cares about them. I'm going to say Pittsburgh on this one, man, since nobody likes the Chargers, so the support system is not really there. Well, even though the Chargers are playing at home, I think there could be a lot of Steelers fans there. Yeah. But, but, I, still like, but I still like the Chargers to win that game. Me too. You know what? I want the Chargers to win this game because, you know, it's still, it's still L.A. But they have no fans in L.A. That sucks. Yeah. I'll be the first fan. But you be going to Rams games. Yeah, that's true. I'll be a, I'll be a, a fan in spirit. Yeah, like rooting for the Chargers, I like rooting for the Clippers. Yeah, I know. They're the Clippers of football. I get it. I hear that all the time. But at least the Clippers have fans, though. That's true. So does the Anaheim Angels. Yep. When it comes to football. Yeah, but Anaheim's in Anaheim. It's Orange County. Yeah, but they still call it Los Angeles. Yeah, they call it Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, so, which is Anaheim, bullshit. Which is kind of weird. I, I like them better when they were just playing Anaheim Angels. Yeah, why can't we just have like a? Uh, why can't we have a team in different city, city counties, like different counties? That would be a lot better. That way we can have ca- uh, fans in one county side and fans in the other county side, both in North and South County. Dude, that'd be like, like, but the way they named the team, though, just didn't make any sense. Like, that, that's like if the, the Anaheim Ducks changed their name to the Los Angeles Ducks of Anaheim, right? Just doesn't make any sense. Or let's let's call it the Anaheim Kings of Los Angeles. <laughs> just kings no. of downtown. People get so pissed off at me every day. Like that. Imagine Anaheim Kings of Los Angeles. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh shit! Anyways, go ahead. All right, then we have uh, last but not least, we have Detroit at Green Bay. We pay uh, Green Bay four point favorites. Both teams really lost one game this year. I like Green Bay at home to beat Detroit. Packers, packing shit. Yeah. So those are our uh, football picks for this week. Uh, sorry we did not go in depth, uh, but it is what it is. Just you know, get it off quickly. So the, the main thing of today's show is uh, we're talking about the Joker. Why are you so serious? 
And so uh, for those of you right now listening, this uh, whole entire episode is going to have a shitload of uh, spoilers. So if you don't, yes, if you don't want to listen, I suggest you turn this shit off right now and uh, go listen to, um, uh, I don't know, listen to something else. Yeah, watch Pornhub, just like what Anthony does in his spare time. Uh, no, I, I don't use Pornhub anymore. I'm, I'm going to switch to Twitter. <laughs> well, before we start that, let's do a little shout out. Shout out to my boy, Efron Santos, who couldn't make it here tonight. Uh, him and I actually watched the movie earlier today. Um, also, a shout out to our boy, Melvin Bautista. Also, um, a shout out to one of our um, mutual friends who is into the acting musical Broadway scene. Anthony's uh, crush. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I won't say she's my crush. But, Anthony yeah. did make think, it to her um, Broadway. She's, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. The beautiful, what's her name? Jessica, Jessica Howe. Jessica Howe. A.K.A. Jessie. A.K.A. Jess, uh, thank you for listening to our show. Even though if our show can be, get a bit raunchy at times. Uh, how about you, Mr. Um, Inspector Ed? Any shout-outs? Like, someone in, in particular? Uh, well, yeah, I want to shout-out um, DeMarco Farr, uh, the L- uh, L.A. Ram great. Uh, you can also listen to him on uh, 710 ESPN in L.A., for those of you that live in the L.A. area. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, DeMarco Farr followed us on uh, Twitter. So, shout-out to him. And uh, Horns Up, L.A. Rams. And uh, like I said, for those of you that live in the L.A. area, you can listen to him on the radio. He does all the, the Rams games on the radio on ESPN 710 L.A. And then another uh, shout-out goes to <laughs> K Street. Uh, once again, shout-out to him for uh, liking our show and following our show. Um, even though he is a liberal Democrat, but uh, <laughs> you know, shout out to him. You make it sound like this is a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but we go against like you know liberals on the show, even though we're not. Even though we're neither. Well, I can't speak for you, but I'm not really conservative or liberal. I'm kind of like in the middle, right? So I think liberals be you know tripping sometimes. Cool, cool. So you're, you're like the you're like the cream of the Oreo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, he supports uh Joe Biden. He's a he's a progressive. Okay. Okay. It's a it's 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 a and uh oh, last but not least, also to uh, shout out to <laughs> type of girl. Shout out to you love That's this pussy. You love what? This, no, that's her name on Twitter. You love this pussy. What? <laughs> you love this pussy. So since when? <laughs> look, she's uh. <laughs> look, I'm not gonna talk about her fans. Okay, just shout well, out to you. Love this pussy. <laughs> Gosh. That's her name on Twitter. You love this pussy. Okay. Okay. 
Does that conclude our shout outs? Uh, that concludes mine. Let's see if you have any more. Um, no, no, not that I can um, say at the moment. Um, but yeah. All right, let's, so, uh, let's, let's talk about uh, Joker. So I'll, uh, I'll start off by saying that I, I, I love the movie. It was not what I expected, but it, it was it was not what I expected in a good way. Um, it was actually more of a psychological thriller. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting. That. I thought I was expecting more of a action, more, more like a con- yeah, like more like an action comic book movie. So, but I was happy that the, they they made it the way they did. You basically in the movie they they named him Arthur Fleck, and you basically see this dude. Uh, lose his fucking mind through the process of the movie, and I just love the way they 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 did it. Um, it was like it's like you, it's almost like you went crazy with him, but then at the same time you understood why. You actually, in a weird way, you actually kind of rooted for him because like he was getting shitted on the whole movie, and you know, he did, and you just I don't know I'm trying to figure out how to explain it, but yeah, he was basically getting shitted on. The whole movie, you just kind of felt bad for him, and to the point where when he started killing people, you actually were like happy that he was killing people in a weird way, because you just felt sorry for him because of all the shit that he was going through, and also too, um, he was dealing with mental health illness, but nobody would help him out, as he told his therapist, and I was like, "You ask me the same fucking questions every week, but you don't listen." I think that was the, the the message he just wanted to be heard, and wanted you know people to recognize him. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, what I've noticed. Um, I also, I, I, you know, what? I, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect the movie to uh, come out that way. Yeah, you know, I didn't expect. I did not expect that film to be the way. I mean, have have you seen the movie Taxi? Yeah, that's what uh, actually Todd Phillips, the director of the movie, uh, actually, yeah. you and I saw the movie Taxi together because we watched it in a in film class in college. <clears throat> who, was, who was the main prota- uh, protagonist of the film? Was it Robert De Niro? Yeah, remember we watched it in college. Did he shoot himself at the end? Well, they they made it uh, ambiguous. Because I, I like the fact, like, towards the end, and of course this is a spoiler, but towards the end, you're in... See, I thought he was the Joker was gonna shoot himself because he's that crazy. Like he was that was his joke, just to kill himself on, on camera, right? And just show everyone what 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 the what society has turned him into. But he ended up shooting Robert De Niro, which is kind of like a callback towards the uh the movie Taxi. And Taxi was a trippy ass movie because it was a psychological film more about dialogue and uh, a retrospective uh, well it was about uh it was martin sorkese i think his first film maybe yeah it came out in the yeah. seven came out in the 70s but basically yeah. robert de niro plays a taxi driver and kind of like in this movie you follow robert de niro's character everywhere excuse me the taxi driver but you follow his character as he mentally starts to lose his mind as he's obsessed with this actress and he keeps like following her around and then, of course, you had uh, a young uh, Jodie Foster who played like a 12-year-old prostitute in the movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so like, he, he was trying to protect her as well. 
But Tom Phillips, the director of Joker, said that that was kind of like his inspiration. And if you watch the Joker movie, it's similar to uh, Taxi. Yeah, and, and what really surprised me and what made me, because it was a bit, the movie was deep as far as dialogue and like the psychological effect of the film. Because you're supposed, like you like you mentioned, you're supposed to feel for the person. And even though if he turns, he's in, he, he turns into this, this like, um, um, not, I don't know if he's a serial killer, but homicidal, uh, homo, homicidal killer. He ends up like killing people, even his own mother, his adopted mother, who, um, who I find pretty interesting. Her name is Penny Fleck, like Pennywise the Clown, Fleck, Batman, Affleck. So I think they're playing with the names a lot, just to kind of, it's like a callback to like any uh, horror film clowns um but the fact that her name was penny kind of got me thinking like pennywise clowns and i um i really i really like the fact that um even towards the end of the film you see the 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 wayne family and how they were murdered by a guy in a clown mask. So it, it it's, it's kind of like a ironic take to it because Batman, Bruce Wayne became Batman. I mean, based on this film, he became a, a he became Batman because of, you know, the, these monsters in the streets and for him to get rid of them. Well, um and that that's my, nope. go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, but it was kind of like the Joker's um, doing. If you think about it, the Joker is the reason why Bruce Wayne turned into ba- the Batman because the Joker inspired these these followers, like this cult, to become criminals. And I thought that was a pretty good twist at the end. Okay, now what I was going to say was that that, um, my, my only complaint about the movie after I watched it was the fact that I didn't like the fact that Joker is like in his late thirties, early forties, mm-hmm. and Bruce Wayne's only like eight. Yeah. Which means, which means when he becomes Batman, Joker will be like in his sixties. But then, um, I watched it last week, so I've had time to think about it. And as I've thought about it, I think uh, this is my theory. I'm not saying it's true or not. But my, my theory is that uh, you know. Because remember, at the end of the movie, he inspired a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. So my theory is that, you know, 20, 30 years later, or see, he becomes Batman like at 20, it's like 20 years later, yeah. somebody else will come along who will be yeah. inspired by the uh, author and become the Joker that we know and, and, and love today. And, and you become Batman's nemesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> theory because... Um, it, it kind of reminded me of Gotham, the TV show, how Joker became the Joker because he was inspired, right? But then if you think about it, the Joker was, in the comic books, the real Joker was never inspired by anybody to become the Joker. Well, remember, he started off as the Red Hood. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe instead of the Red Hood, you know, this person just take the mantle of Joker. Right, right, right. And... 
Yeah, that that I like. I like that theory, and I think I think that's a pretty good theory. I think this uh, Fleck guy. What's his real name? What's his name again? So, Arthur Arthur Fleck. Arthur Arthur Fleck guy. Like towards the end, he might pretty much he's gonna die, and I'm well, sure. At the end, at the end though, they show him in Arkham Asylum. Right, but like he gets older or he dies out of like you know old age or whatnot, because he's not gonna be the Joker forever. Some younger guy who's a criminal, some you know just this younger kid or 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 some guy who's like working for like um the. Um, the the mobsters, you know, the, the the mob bosses, he's gonna end up turning into the Joker, once you know, yeah. But I, I get what you mean. I I definitely, I definitely follow the theory. That was my theory. Also, also it, in callbacks to to the the new Fifty Two comic books, they stated that there's three existing Jokers in the DC universe. Did you read about that? Well, the new 52 is no longer exist. Or is it Rebirth? Maybe, I don't know. But I, well, back to the movie, though. Like, I, I just, just I love the movie. It was a psychological theory. And that's too, I was also shocked, too, because, like, um, I thought he was really fucking Domino. The chick that plays Domino. You were mad played, about that? Huh? You were mad about that? No, I wasn't mad about that. I'm just saying, though, like, I thought he was, like, really fucking Domino, because I was surprised at the movie. Cause remember there was a scene where he was like following her around, all yeah. the way for a job, and then she then like later on that night she's like, "So were you following me?" He's like, "Yeah." And then they start fucking, and I'm like, "Damn, that's all it takes just to stalk the bitch, and then you you can get her." Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, that's crazy. So I thought he was really fucking that chick. Were you that, taking uh, notes? Were you taking notes? Yeah, I was like, okay. It's like, all right. Yeah, find a girl that I like, follow her all over the city. And then uh, just like that, man, I get her. Yeah, just knock in the door, just give her a kiss, and yeah. she'll take you in. Yeah, that's and not then, creepy at all. Yeah, and then come to find out, like he was fucking her all in his head. Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and then like because he broke breaks into her house, and then she was like, "Uh, you're at the wrong house." Right, right. And even her faith, uh, Domino. I forget her name in the movie, but she plays Domino in Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, she's she's beautiful, by the way. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, she's one of the black, one of the few black chicks that uh, Romeo likes. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, but uh, yeah, in the movie they, they left her faith uh, ambiguous because you don't know like did he kill her? Did he leave her alone? Like we we never see her again after that scene where she's like please leave and he like stares back at her, but we don't see what happens to her. Right, right. He he kind of he he's a bit. He's a bit puzzled as to like, wait, leave. I, I could have sworn we're kind of together, and then he had to kind of like rethink all his memories of her, and she and, and there, and she wasn't there the whole time, and he he kind of had to clear his mind. Like, whoa, wait a minute, we were never together. I, it was all in my head. Like, what the fuck? That's why he left so hard. And yeah, that one tripped me out a little bit. Um, Another she, thing was, like, she was no. everywhere. Like, she went to the hospital when his mom was sick. Yeah. She went to his comedy show where six cents comedian. Yeah, it was like six cents. Remember that? Yeah. Where, where, where Bruce Willis? Uh, this whole time he thought he was alive, but he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it, that kind of reminded me of that. Like, oh shit, this is a Bruce Willis thing. Except, or difference, difference is like he thought he had a girlfriend, but he really yeah. didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So um, that was a pretty good twist uh, towards the end. Another one I, I like about this movie is the fact that he... Because, um, see, I, I'm not all about, like, Joker origins. I like the Joker being mysterious as far as where he came from, right? Because nobody... Just like The Dark Knight. If uh, I don't like to compare it to The Dark Knight because it's two different films. But, like, the Joker in The Dark Knight, you know how he kind of bullshits his stories in, with well, everybody that's, well that's how he is in the comics though in the comics he really yeah. doesn't have an orange story of an origin story but just like the dark night, he, he would tell a story like oh you know how i got these scars my dad was uh he used to beat my mom and then he cut my he cut my um my my fucking he cut my fucking like face to give me a smile and then a different story you think he's like told, yeah um you know, no my, I got, wife, my wife got into debt so you know I had to cut myself. Yeah. Yeah. So happy. I was like, wait a minute. This guy has different stories. Either the the, the producer is is not following up with his continuity with the story, or he's he's making the, the character bullshit his stories throughout the movie. So I like that part. I, you know Chris Nolan, you know Chris Nolan knows what he's doing. Yeah, I know, I know that. I'm just that that was just my thoughts for a second. Like, wait a minute, I think this is a character. So the fact that they going back to uh, Fleck, um, Arthur Fleck, the fact that he he was adopted and we don't know where he came from, that kind of that that surprised me a little bit, and I'm kind of glad they went that route because at least we know that his his story, his backstory is still uh, a a mystery, a question mark. Like we don't know who his dad is, who his real mom is. And why he has like these, these like mental uh, illness and how he got these problems? Because at first I thought well, he was really no, related. No, well, no, we do know why he has those problems. Because remember, he was abused as a child. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's <clears throat> Even true. though for some reason he doesn't remember it, so it's kind of like maybe he just repressed all those memories. I don't know. Well, he was beaten as a child by by his uh, his um, step, step his adopted dad or something. Because they adopted him, right? Well, his mom adopted him because remember she adopted him so she can tell Thomas Wayne, like, "Hey, you, you know, you got me pregnant," and try to get that child support money. Even though hey, Thomas Wayne's like, "I never fucked you." Would you have been pissed off if Batman and the if Bruce Wayne and the Joker were related? I would have been pissed off, but I just would have been like, "Okay, that's that that's makes no cool. sense." Yeah. <clears throat> Again, especially especially with the, the age gap, like that that would make Thomas Wayne like ancient. Right, 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 right. Now I was I will say this: I was surprised that they made Thomas Wayne such an asshole because mm -hmm. normally, normally he's depicted as like this great guy, and in this yeah. movie he was like an asshole who yeah. really didn't understand. Like he felt like anybody that you know, wasn't on his level was beneath him. See this movie? Okay, I totally forgot. The, the connection with this movie with Batman. I forgot about that because um, it was more about the story of a character. Like, I don't even know, he. I don't even think of him as a Joker. He was just this regular person with, with some psychological issues and a mental illness. And it really made me forget that it's still comic book related in some sort of way. Because there were also some key points to as far as how this is still related to a comic book story of the Joker 
just like um, I remember in the animated film um, Batman, uh, one of the uh, one of the episodes of uh, the animated film, uh, the Joker talked about how animated series. Yeah, yeah, the animated series, uh, not the film, but the series. How the Joker one time he talked to Harley Quinn and talked about like how he was a stand-up comic, and then they booed him because he wasn't funny. So I'm like, oh shit, that kind of reminds me of me. Well, to me, they uh. They got that from the comic book, The Killing Joke. Is it from that one? Okay, so it is an animated movie. Well, they, well, they made the. Uh, I'm not sure if you read the comic book from like '88 or '89 or something like that, but yeah, the, they they did make an animated movie based on that comic book. Okay, see, and so I like the part that it's still they still reference some of the um, some of the storylines uh, with you know with some of the comic continuity. Um, but it really, throughout the film, I, I, I keep, it, it turned me away from being a comic book movie. Like, it's it's just a movie. Well, see, to me, it reminded me of uh, the, the the Dark Knight trilogy, because one of the things I felt like Chris Nolan did a great job of was that um, you never really felt like, you know, Batman was a comic book movie. Chris Nolan made it in a way where it was like a cop drama that just happened to have Batman in it. Like you, you watch that movie and you feel like yeah, that shit could really happen in real life. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of realism to this um, movie. There, there's very little action, like, like action, action. I mean, I think the the, the closest action I can think of was the you the got, chase. When you, the got chase when you got jumped by those kids. Well, that, but also the chasing from from the detectives when he was running away from the detectives. Oh yeah, on the, on the subway. And the subway and how he has like all these uh joker mask uh movement crowd um i, I like the fact that towards even though, the even though, even though about that though i just don't understand why they didn't arrest him because remember the, the detective sat there and watched him dance for like 15 minutes and didn't do anything like the whole time he was dancing on the stairs they could just easily arrested him couldn't they have arrested him like after the show <laughs> yeah, just let him dance first and then arrest him. Oh, <laughs> uh, were you surprised the other day they had the movie take place in the eighties? Yeah, yeah. Um, because I mean, if you if you think about okay, if, if Bruce Wayne, how old is he now? How old was he in the eighties? Like around what eight, nine, uh, ten yeah, years old? Like, he was like seven or eight. Seven or eight. So if he was to turn into Batman, Batman usually turns into Batman at the age of what? 24 when the comics is like 27 28 okay so how old if you if you add those those numbers in he'd probably be batman today right uh yeah because i mean i don't know what exactly what year in the 80s movie takes place but we'll just say he'll be he'll be like in his uh 40s now and and batman's still active around his 40s and 50s right sometimes 60s well he, he basically keeps going until uh until he's old yeah and, like, then, yeah. and then they have you no know, certain comic book series where like Dick Grayson takes over as Batman, or or like a um, a TV show like The Batman Beyond, where Batman is just like this old eighty year old guy, and he has like uh, this this kid named McGinnis who takes over his mount like takes over his mantle as Batman. You ever watched Batman Beyond? Yeah, but that's some shit somebody made up that has nothing to do with the comic books. But well, yeah, I, but I mean, I, I do get what you're saying. 
reconnected that now. They, they connected that to the comic books now. So you know, even though that does make it feel old, because you know that show takes place in like 2010, because that's supposed to be way out in the future. Yeah, yeah. right. right. They hear you now in 2019. Yeah, 2010s is like almost 10 years ago now. We've done a lot of things 10 years ago. Um, but you know, 2010 didn't look nothing like uh, that show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, how how did you like the pacing of the film? Like I said, I thought the pacing was great. Yeah, like, it was. It was. Like I said, there was. I had no complaints about the movie. The only complaint I had was just um, the age gap. Like I said, as I thought about it, you know, I, I just came up with the theory maybe he inspires uh, somebody else to become, you know, the Joker eventually. And that's the person that, you know, Bruce uh, eventually fights. But the Joker is supposed to be somewhat a little bit older than Batman, right? Well, see, we don't know his age, but I know for a fact he's not, you know, 30 years older than Batman. That's true. Um, yeah, um, I'm going to go with that theory. I'm definitely going to go with that theory. I think, I think, um him being the joker inspired some guy who used to be a criminal or still a criminal who was first a red hood and then you know what since i look like this one guy who used to laugh a lot i'm gonna call myself the joker which is still kind of weird because the, the joker is not inspired by anybody though like the real joker He's not inspired by anybody. There's no inspiration. Like he is what he is. He's he's the original. There's no there's no copycats as far as that goes. I mean, you've got a movement of followers, like a, a cult of jokers, but you don't have the Joker who's inspired, you know? Yeah, but I mean I think maybe they're just, you know, changing it up. Yeah. Because right. you know, in this world, in this Joker world. Or in this DC, in this universe, the Batman does exist, right? Or will exist. Oh, well, they said that this movie has nothing to do with the Batman that's coming out in 2021. No, I know that. But I'm, say I'm saying in this universe, there is going to be a Batman. Because Bruce Wayne's fam um, parents just got shot up. That doesn't mean he's going to turn to Batman. They didn't disclose that, huh? Well, because, I mean, the kid's only eight years old. We don't know what the kid's going to have. Yeah, he's going to turn into, like, the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Hulk. That's, that's Bruce Banner. <laughs> All right, but, okay, now I want to flip it and uh, talk about the SJWs because... What the much hell like, that thing we got to do with the Joker? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? So much, like, much like with uh, Dave Chappelle's Netflix special... Uh, JW is trying to get this movie uh, banned and and again, uh, yeah, because they felt like that uh, the movie was too violent and that it was going to inspire people to uh, commit mass murders, kind of like what happened in uh, Colorado when the Dark Knight Rises came out. Can we, can we can we have one episode without having SJW in it? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, when they start boy complaining and boycotting shit, we can do that. My gosh. 
So we can never be happy. We can never talk about something without having the SJ fart W fucking complaining about something. So if they, if they're gonna complain about violence in this movie, I wonder how they feel about John Wick and, and the sequels. Have you seen John Wick? You're you're on you're on mute, buddy. You're on mutes. There you go. No, I said I've seen the uh, the first one. Yeah, that, and you know that's my thing. That's my thing. Though, is like, okay, everybody loves John Wick. <clears throat> Nobody complains about those movies, but yet they're complaining about the Joker. And honestly, I think like only like only like seven or eight people even died in them in this movie. Yeah. Like, and you don't have any you don't got any rape scenes or decapitation. I mean, you got stabbing, some gunshots, but that's like every other movie you can think of, you know? I mean, there's a lot of like films where people die, you know? It's, there's well, not, a lot of. Not to mention horror movies. Especially horror movies. Like it's. Yeah, but see, this is where I feel like. Um... Disney with the MCU has fucked up superhero movies or comic book movies, I should say, because Joker's not really a superhero movie. But I feel like because how because the MCU for the most part is very light and family friendly, they have those you no know, dumbass jokes in all their fucking movies. <laughs> and, I, and I just feel like every even though I enjoy the movies, but I feel like everybody now ex- expects every comic book movie to be just like that in the MCU. Yeah. And it's like if you read a fucking comic book, especially Batman comic books, it is never like that. Yeah. Like, oh, those shit is, I mean, Joker kills people in the comic books. He kills people, rapes people. You know what I mean? He does all types of sick shit. I mean. I mean, they like to romanticize his relationship with Harley Quinn, but in the comic books, he, he abuses her. See. And I, I, you know, I keep forgetting that this movie is rated R because I think I've seen some even hardcore raunchy shit that's rated R worse than this. I mean, there was barely any like killing. I there was like a few killings oh, in this. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. Though. It's not. I don't think it's so much that it's rated R. I just think that it's a comic book film, and because yeah. Marvel and the MCU, everybody just expects every comic book film to be just like the MCU. When they don't realize, especially when it comes to DC and and Batman, that it's not supposed to be like that. Like Batman is very dark and gritty, and even well, here's very one. dark and gritty, like uh, Gotham City, they made Gotham City in this movie look so shitty that I don't even want to live there. Well, here here are two more other films that I find um, that that I I find to have a lot of violence in it: Three Hundred and Sin City. Now, if you want to talk about rated R and violence and sex scenes, that movie has it all. Yeah, Nudity, those, everything. Those movies, those movies came out 15 years ago. There was no SJWs back then. Shit. That's true. Well, then they should boycott those films from people purchasing in Blu-ray. Well, first of all, with, with the streaming now, nobody purchases movies anymore. Or from a streaming. Keep that unwatchable then. Or cancel it from being watchable. Let's see, they're complaining. Yeah, but those are not comic movies. Well, 300 is technically. Sin City and 300 are comic book films. Yeah. Or adapted into films. 
from comic books. But again, though, that's that's before the MCU. Yes, another MCU. I think the MCU is what is what is hurting movies like you know the Joker because, like I said, I think everybody just expects all comic movies to be like that. When in reality, most comics are not like that. Especially a movie about a villain and the Joker is not going to be lighthearted with a bunch of you know stupid ass corny jokes and shit. Well, I think DC is known to have a lot of like darker scenes, even in their um, animated films. I mean, have you been watching like a lot of the DC uh, comic films? I mean, I, I, yeah. yeah, I do. But I, I'm saying though, I'm saying okay, we're not talking about comic book fans. We're talking about SJWs and people who who don't read, uh, who don't watch the animated films. They just watch the movies. So if it's not on, if, if it's never came out in theaters, they don't know shit about that. Mm. But those people, those are the ones that are complaining. You know, the ones that they call on the internet the, the normies. Those are the ones complaining about, you know, the Joker being too violent. And that, you know, and how they were trying to get Joker banned from even coming out. You know, because once again, like Dave Chappelle, the movie critics on Rotten Tomatoes gave Joker only 68%. The audience gave it 90%. Mm. So a lot of the percentages from the SGW movie reviewers. I'm assuming. Yeah, they, they think it's... Uh, let me see if I can find uh, some, some quotes here about the movie. But I know one of the quotes was that it was just too, uh, too violent. Mm. Okay, so they they hate the movie. This is according to critics. They hate the movie because it promotes toxic masculinity. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> it's unoriginal. It's violent. It's um it promotes mental health. Even though I didn't I didn't I didn't get that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, for mental health. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, if it promotes mental health, then it's gonna, it's gonna motivate us to be mentally ill. Mental men, men, mental illness is not, it's it's, it's it's not a uh, it's not an addiction. It's not something you can just get by trying to do it. It's 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 uh, what do you call this? It's an illness. Yeah, so they're they're claiming that it promotes uh mental health. Um I don't I don't understand it, what that is. Yeah, it glorifies it glorifies uh, violence, it paints a uh, best murder as the logical conclusion to your problems. Um it it falsifies uh white men being uh failed by the system because I guess white people they they're never failed by the system, they have white privilege. So this movie's not, you know, realistic. That's not realistic. It's, it's a white person going through problems. I mean, I've seen a lot of white people who are homeless. A lot. So I'm, oh, shit. Stop telling these lies. Oh, white shit. People, white people have no problems. White, white people are just rich. All yeah. of them. Okay, never mind. Yeah, tell that to the homeless guy that's passing by who happens to be Caucasian. Or, you know what? He's probably not white. He's probably Mexican who happens to have blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. Oh, puppy's licking you, buddy. 
He tastes like chocolate to him. Her. Her. all over you. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, the whole bullshit about white privilege, that yeah, shit. It's, yeah, it's it's a it's a the movie uh it's, it's a movement that um considers white men to be involuntary celibate. Not all white people are rich, just like not all black people are poor. You know what I mean? So that shit don't exist. Yeah, so they're saying that if you watch the Joker, it's going to inspire other people to kill people like uh, what happens to Arthur Flick. It's going to it's gonna inspire people to do shit, which to me makes no sense because, as you mentioned, like John Wick is a, a violent movie, and I, I don't think people are killing people because John Wick kills people. Well, he does kill people, but you're still rooting for him because he kills bad people. But still, you shouldn't kill, right? At all. So this is what uh, Rachel Miller writes. This is why the movie, the Joker movie, is problematic. Okay, so she says, okay, I pinpointed what it is that bothers me about Joker movie. I don't want to watch a movie that shows us the trauma that drove the Joker insane. I don't want to watch a well-intentioned but unstable man get bullied until he turns into a mass murderer. I don't want to watch a man get rejected by women as an excuse for his future of domestic abuse. I don't want to be shown what a poor, unfortunate underdog white man was who was sadly forced by circumstances and that nasty Batman to take up a life of crime. I don't want to have sympathy for a man best known for robbery, murder, and rape shoved down my throat for two hours i don't want this to be a solid i don't i don't want this to be sold as a relatable story that can happen to anyone who had a bad day and i don't want to be around any but any of the lonely white boys who could relate to this movie do you see what i'm getting at no i don't know <laughs> i don't know if this ever is a good time for a movie that paints mass murder as a logical conclusion of a social isolated, debatable, neurodivergent white man being failed by the system. But I feel as though as this is not fucking it. I don't want to see a movie that idolizes the Joker when there are plenty easily armed fuckboys who already think he has the right to kill people without adding a tragic backstory to illicit sympathy. Now, she keeps pointing out how it's about a white man. So if yeah. it was about a black man, would it be okay if a black no, man turned to right. <laughs> Like, bitch, what is she talking about, dude? This is a fictional character. And who says we're all rooting for the Joker? I think we're rooting for the actor who played the character pretty well, Mr. Joaquin... Was it Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Jo- Joaquin Phoenix. I think I think we're we're um we're cheering for the actor because he's such a great actor and he's such um a, a visual and like method actor. That's what we're cheering for. But we're not cheering. We're not motivating the actor to kill anybody. When he was stabbing that one that fat dude um in the neck with a with the 
with a scissor, I was really, really feeling sorry for the for the. Well, no, for the- I, no, I will see. I was the opposite. I was actually rooting for Joker because remember that fat dude is the one that got him fired. Right, I understand, I understand, but still, it shouldn't really give him a reason to stab him. I mean, they did bring him a parting gift of some sort just to hang out with the guy. You know, like, hey, you know what? I know I threw you under the bus, but I just want to come here and say I apologize. And- he came there because he wanted to make sure that, you know, Arthur didn't uh, <clears throat> push him as, as far as the Joker killings. I mean, the Joker, the clown killings. He but said it's the side of talking to him. It still doesn't give him the right to stab the guy in the neck, but you know I'm glad he did let the other guy go because I'm like, oh shit, what are you doing there? Run, run, motherfucker! He's gonna kill you. He's gonna eat your head off. But that you was, gave him a kiss. That was actually a Joker, uh, a Joker thing to do. Yeah, you gave him a kiss in the head, like you know what? You've always been nice to me. I love you. <laughs> I actually like that part. See, look. I don't I don't want him to kill anybody. I I but that's his character, you know. But what is it gonna inspire me to uh go around and stab people I don't like? No, of course not. It's still a it's still a movie. Just like just like video games. Video games is just as violent as there are a lot of violent video games out there. I see video games of like where you know where characters are shooting people in the head or you know, snipers and uh, like Call of Duty, that's all about war, you know, but do you, does it inspire you to shoot people? No. I mean, it's it's still yeah, just... But, but, but she, she said that it's going to inspire, inspire white men who can relate to Joker. So oh, it's not, I mean, you're not white, so we don't, we don't apply to this. She bro. inspire white people to commit to commit uh, mass murders. So she's saying that white, uh, uh, young white men are stupid and they can't, they don't have the will to think for themselves and to think the difference between morality and, you know, what's wrong. Well, yeah, because it's going to lead to people uh, raping and killing people just like Joker does. That's bullshit. That's even, though bullshit. Joker, even though Joker didn't rape anybody in this movie. He didn't rape anybody or did any drugs. So he just killed. Just killed and left. And smoked a lot of cigarettes. Huh? And smoked a lot of cigarettes. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. How did you think his comedy went? His stand up? He laughed the whole time. He didn't even tell any jokes. <laughs> he didn't really laugh. It was a it was an illness that he had. He he laughs when he's stressed. And uh somebody and they, they're also, uh, SJWs are also calling the movie racist. Oh, it's racist? What? Because he hooked up with a black girl? <laughs> How is it racist now? Uh, it says that because it's... I'm starting to wonder, did SJWs even watch the movie? They're I don't think racist. he did. They said it's racist because... And he's a rapist, too. Don't forget, he's a rapist. They're saying, that, they're saying the movie's racist because they use African-American stereotypes in the movie. What the fuck? I only saw one, like, only like two black people the whole movie. And the she? Guy, the black guy that worked at uh, at Arkham Asylum, where he stole the, his mom's medical records. Hey, that, that's and, just racist. And then Domino, who we thought was his girlfriend, his love interest. Oh, so that shit is racist. 
Yeah, you said have black people working in the asylum. That's just fucking racist. All right. It's racist. He he had an imaginary he had an imaginary black girlfriend. What the fuck? I don't even think they watched this movie, dude. They must be talking about a different movie, bro. They're watching like Mississippi Burning or something because there's nothing race. What the fuck? Hey, next thing they're gonna say is like this. This movie has too much drug abuse. Yeah. <laughs> the Joker was doing cocaine too much. He was doing. He was blowing this whole entire film. That's why he looks high. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah. I don't think they watch this show at all, bro. And then, and they, oh, then they said that Joker should have been a, a, a woman because they're tired of men and their misogyny. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember any misogyny in this movie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I don't even remember anything sexist or bigotry. There's, I don't think there's anything in, in, in that clause in, in this film. The only thing I didn't recognize was mental illness murder and gun violence that was it yeah I, I don't i don't i don't get it man like people just complain about every fucking thing <clears throat> you guys need to calm the fuck down and let us enjoy our films i hope dave Chappelle comes up with another yeah, skin the, tag, the tagline should have been why so trigger? <laughs> Why so trigger? But yeah, but then, but then it's crazy because like all these SJWs complaints like they deal with Dave Chappelle, but then you look at the the audience rating. Oh, so like Dave Chappelle got like zero percent from the critics, but then from the audience he got ninety nine percent. This movie from the critics got sixty eight percent. Which means the movie's like average, but then from the audience, you got uh, the movie got ninety percent. That's pretty good. That's like an A. That's like an A right there, right? Almost an A plus. Yeah. Next thing you know, it they're gonna start complaining about Aquaman being Samoan and not white. <laughs> but his mom was white. Mm hmm. Well, his dad was Samoan looking. Uh, yeah. Could be half, right? Well, his mom's not white. She's Atlantean with pale skin. She's actually Australian. No, with, with pale skin. She's Atlantean with pale, pale skin. She used to fuck Batman back in the 90s. I remember that. Uh. Then she, she was uh, Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Now she's the queen of Atlantis. Um, do you think they're going to be making a sequel to this film, or that's it? This is a standalone. Uh, no, this is, this is going to be a standalone. Um, no, I don't think uh, Warner Brothers wants to make any more racist movies about uh, white <laughs> men with uh, mental health issues. Yeah, because and maybe maybe the sequel maybe the sequel he'll be uh, he'll be black and it'll be it'll be more. He's gonna be a female black person. Yeah, that way he's more relatable. But if you if we did make the Joker a black female and still had the same issues, SJW would still find it to be racist. I'm still trying to figure out how this movie's racist. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, it's the black dude who's working at Arkham Asylum. <laughs> he should have gotten a better job than that. <laughs> That's just racist. He's the only black guy working in the fucking um, records department. <laughs> well, I took it back. There was four black people. Because his, uh, his therapist was black. Oh, you're right. And then the doctor he was talking to at the end of the movie, Arkham Asylum, who he killed. Maybe that was racist because he killed that black lady. Racist, bro. You know what's so racist about this film? That the therapist was not listening to him. Yeah. She keeps telling the same shit over and over every week. Now that's just racist. No, it's how, how dare they have a black therapist? No, black people can't get a better job than just being a therapist. Actually, there was another uh, black person there. Um, His doctor at the end. Yeah, right. The same doctor. It was a different lady, but yeah, it was like a black, but she was black. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? For a second there, I thought that was going to be Amanda Waller. Just for some odd reason. Like, is that, is she Amanda Waller? Nah. <laughs> oh, have you, did you see the Birds of uh, Prey trailer? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. So I, I think that movie's going to be ass. Like, to me, that's not, uh, Bird, that's not Birds of Prey. That's the Harley Quinn story. I think they just... Per- Proceeded the trailer to to um that that's how they're advertising the trailer or I saw I saw no Batgirl, I saw no Oracle. There is a Batgirl. There is a Batgirl. Cassandra Kane, the little Asian girl, uh, Filipino by the way. She's Filipino. Um, she's she's um Batgirl. Well, she's one of the Batgirls. The little girl that she uh, rescues, she's going to be the one of the Batgirls. The future backgrounds. Plus, I, I, plus, that movie's racist anyway because uh, Harley Quinn's white. Well, it, but anyway, um, but Ewan McGregor, who yeah. plays a uh, black mask in the movie, he said that this is going to be a feminist movie. Because there's a bunch of females? Uh, no, he says the movie's going to promote uh, feminism as uh, these women fight against misogyny well if you think about it birds of prey is uh a female team isn't it yeah. i mean it's a female team but they don't in the comic books they're not shoving feminism down your throat ewan no, mcgregor said this movie is all about feminism it's all about uh girl power vagina like, power activate pussy power activates pussy power <laughs> B for vagina. Yeah. Um, you know what? You know what the trailer reminds me of? It reminds me of a Powerpuff Girl film, and and Ian McGregor is Mojo Jojo. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of looks like a Powerpuff trailer, like a, a live live action Powerpuff film. But I don't know. I'm gonna give it a try. Right, I, uh, the movie's about uh, Harley Quinn. She breaks up with the Joker. And she comes across crime lord Black Mask. Harley joins forces with Black Canary, the Huntress, and Renee Matoya. Renee Matoya is that um, that chick from um, it's Rosie Perez. Well, I, when, I, had crush on, I had a crush on her uh, when she did White, White Man, Man Can't Jump. White Man Can't Jump. Woody Harrelson was fucking the shit at her. Yeah. So even now, at like 60. Rosie Perez could still get it. Yeah, yeah. She was with um, Blade and Carnage. 
<laughs> Dude, man. but yeah, I had a crush on Rosie Perez when I was a, when I was a kid, and even now at her advanced age, I, I was still fucking. Remember that one scene when she was on top of Woody Allen in the in one of the 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 yeah, cover? You saw her titties and everything. And then she was uh, humping him while he was driving. Now, in the comic books, though, Renee Montoya is a lesbian, so I wonder if she's going to be playing a lesbian in this movie. And I thought she was a bit younger. I mean, I expected her to be a bit younger, but I guess they're going to keep it with her this age. Well, well she's comic book, she is uh, younger, but in, in this movie, uh, they're going to make her, like, you know, well, obviously older because they got that older actress playing well, in the Super uh, Supergirl series, Renee Montoya is a lesbian. She actually hooks up, hooks up with. Um, well, she's, Super a lesbian. she's a lesbian in the comic book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Renee Montoya. Well, I'm looking forward to that film. I want to see what that film's all about. Um, I'll probably, back- watch, it. I'll probably watch it on my uh, on Amazon. Yeah. I'll probably watch it in the theaters. Oh, have you, uh, speaking of SJWs, have you seen Batgirl? I mean, Batwoman. Not yet, but she's a lesbian too, right? Well, yeah, but the movie's got, not the movie, the TV show's gotten really bad reviews. Oh, yeah. And uh, people are saying the reason why it's getting, well, SJW said the reason why the movie's, I mean, the TV show's getting bad reviews is because it's about a female led character. And it's all, and everybody just sexist. That's why they don't like the show because they're just everybody just sexist. Me personally, I haven't seen the show, so I can't comment. But okay. I just don't understand why, you know, we can't just, you know, people can't just not like the show because it's bad. Why they gotta, you know, classify it as, oh, if you hate the show, therefore you're sexist. It doesn't make any sense to me. Right, right, right. Um, well, all I know about Batwoman is that she did. Um, she did appear in one of the Flash TV shows as a guest, and so this is kind of like uh, introducing a, a, a her character for the spinoff series, which is the Bat Woman series. And from what I know about her story, is that of course she is a lesbian, and she does. Um, she's kind of like the she's not Batgirl, but like her own identity not Batman but Batwoman I don't know too much about her but I'm curious as to see what how the series goes and I'll just go with that because I really have nothing to say yet since I haven't seen it either yeah me neither I just I was just uh, I just thought it was fascinating that like everybody shit on the show calling it terrible but then you know kind of like what they do with Ghostbusters the reboot you know, instead of just admitting to the fact that the movie's bad because it's, it's just yeah. terrible writing and you know, yeah. their defense mechanism is, oh, you're just sexist because, you know, it's all women. And it's like, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's all women. It's just, it's a bad movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. This yeah. show, like, I, I don't want to criticize it too much because I haven't seen it. But that's so, so far the reaction has been very bad. Like, uh, even got low ratings. Like, nobody wants to watch the show. And let's just let's just hypothetically pretend that the Black Panther, um, the Avengers Black Panther wasn't a good movie. 
Now, if people don't watch that, people are probably going to say, oh, because you're racist. So I'm like, no, because it's a bad movie. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, because you're white. Like, no, it has nothing to do with that, my color. It's like, it's just a bad written film. But lucky for us, it is a good film. I happen to like it. A lot of people actually liked it. So it's one of the, uh, that number, uh, number one film of the year at the time. Surprisingly, it was the first superhero movie to be named, nominated for an Oscar. For real, huh? That's a trip. Well, there's also... Um, the Dark Knight. Didn't um, Keith Ledger get nominated for Best Actor? Well, no, he was nominated. He won for Supporting Actor, but I mean, like... The movie itself wasn't nominated. All the Heath Ledger was nominated. Oh, but they got nominated for something at least. Okay. Yeah, can we just like leave this alone, SJW? Please just leave our films alone. Go jack off and it's misogynistic. And 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 do your jerk off somewhere. Don't jerk it's off. Racist. Don't jerk off and fucking like like come all over our fucking films because we don't want to hear your bullshit right now <laughs> like let us enjoy our films as comic readers who actually watch uh, like read the comic books and you know who grew up like um reading these stories and for us to just enjoy the film as it is because you know this is this is for the fans for us the the people who who follow these, um, these, you know, the, the story since they were, since, since they were first adapted. Anything else you want to uh, throw in with the uh, the Joker movie? Uh, no, not really. I, I said everything that I, I wanted to say. Yeah. Okay. So, out of out of um, out of ten, one to ten, what's what what's your rating? I give it nine out of ten. Damn, a nine out of ten. So why nine out of ten? I, I, thought, I, I thought the movie was that good. Yeah. Yeah. Like overall story, everything. Yeah, overall story. Like I, I just thought the, the movie was that good. Okay. Okay. I give it eight, eight out of ten. I, I thought the movie is good. I like I like the story. Um, very little action. Um, not that much action, which is not too bad. Yeah, but the way the movie was written, I don't think the action would have fit. No, no, I know. Um, yeah, the way it was written, um, it did remind me a lot of um, the movie Taxi. So it's I, I felt like I've seen the film before. That's why I give it an 8 out of 10. So it's not too original, I guess. Um, it has cross-references to a lot of um, some of the old films. And 8 out of 10, it's a pretty high number for me. Um, only because I still see a lot of Easter eggs. Um, as far as like, you know, where they reference uh, some of the characters and story. Like, you know, Bruce Wayne and the Wayne family still existing in that universe. So although it is a standalone film, it's still it's still somewhat connected uh, to the comic books. 
um, in some sort of way. It's not like it's not like Catwoman. Remember that movie Catwoman by Holly Berry has no connection to any comic, like any comic book or any Batman or whatnot. Yeah, I'm trying to I try to forget that movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna remind you. Um, although I do, I do enjoy Holly Berry in the cat suit though. She looked good. I have to say, she looked really good in that cat suit. That I'll give her. But other than that, yeah, I really like the film. I like the uh, the Easter eggs. I like the um, I like the ending. Uh, I love I love man, Walking Phoenix as a Joker, man. I I knew he was going to be a very good Joker. He's he's such a method actor. He's so he's so good. It's like anything he touches turns into gold. He's just so good. There's you can put Walking. He's one of those actors where you can put him in any any cheesy movie, any bad movie, and you'll still make it good just by his role alone. You know. He's just one of those actors. So yeah, eight out of ten, bro. That's that's right. nice. Cool. Cool. So uh yeah, man. So you can follow us on uh social media. Uh I'm on Instagram and uh, uh not, well I am on Snapchat, but I'm not gonna give that out. But I am on Instagram and Twitter at <laughs> expected ant. <laughs> How come you're not giving out your Instagram anymore, bro? What happened? I just gave up my Instagram. I said I'm not giving up my Snapchat. Oh, your Snapchat. Okay. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram and in, uh, Twitter at Expected Ant. As uh, far as the show is concerned, well, we're on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Castbox, Google Podcasts. I uh, I already said iTunes. iHeartRadio, uh, Stetcher, TuneIn, Specker. So we're we're all over the fucking place. Yeah, um, yeah. Before I throw out my um, my social media, um, I, I told Efren about like what happened to you and how someone found out because you were listening to the episode. So Efren's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I should be talking what I think." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you should, Efren, because everyone's listening. You need to tell me that it's recommended to people by Spotify." I'm like, "Yep." That's recommended to people, so it gives them the option to listen or not. So, be careful what you put out there because people are always listening. By the way, my name is Romeo. You can find me in my Instagram. Aubrey is oh wait, Aubrey Freely, uh, eighty-one. Aubrey Freely, Aubrey Freely, Aubrey Freely, eighty-one, and that's my Instagram. And uh, that's all I'm going to be uh, throwing out for you because I got no Twitter. No Instagram. We have all these platforms that uh, Inspector Ant has already mentioned. You can find us there as well. Uh, and listen to our weekly podcast episodes. And we would love to hear more of your thoughts. And, um, you know, if uh, if you're like Inspector Ant, just be careful what you say because you'll always come back and haunt you. Ain't <laughs> that right, Mr. Inspector Ant? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Like, I'm not going to say names, but Diaper Girl. <laughs> diaper Girl. <laughs> oh, shit. Poor guy. Yeah, I never got a chance to hit that, but I mean, this is what it is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Poor Inspector Ants. Well, I guess we'll uh, see you next time or 
I guess we'll hear you next time. Or you hear us next time. Yeah. Peace. Good night. Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat, I don't say now. Bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow. I go Get out my head.